Hi, this is Ron Darling. Uh, this is Skip Lockwood. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. Hello and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. I hope everybody had a great week out there. Let's see. Let's get my puss up there. Okay. Uh, it's cold, snowy, the northeast here in New York, but spring training is but a mere seven days away. February 19th, I believe, is the New York Mets day for reporting the camp pitches and catches. Uh, at least that's what I read. Uh, some camps opening up on the 17th. No matter. It's either five or seven days. No matter how you want to shake it up. Baseball is coming, and they say they're going to play 162 games. We shall see how that's going to work out when they get up north. But for now, we got to worry about spring training. And they went through this last year. They went to spring training. And uh, as we all know, came out of it, couldn't stop it in mid-March, I guess it was. And uh, after that, uh, had the wacky uh, wacky time uh, with the uh, suspended seat, you know, the 60-game season and whatnot and everything. But uh, we'll see how it works out this year. There is a vaccine, so we'll see how that what difference does that make? Uh, what difference does the states and the cities decide to do? Uh, we'll find out as we go along. All right. Uh, one thing I want to, before we get going here, belated happy birthday to Mookie Wilson. Mookie turned 65. Do you believe that? Mookie Wilson is 65 years old. Uh, February 9th, I believe, was his birthday. Um, Mookie and I have one thing in common. We are both off February birthdays. Mine's the 17th. His was the 9th. So happy birthday, Mookie. And speaking of Mookie, he is going to be live. A live guest with my good friend, Brett Topel on his new show called BT Talks Baseball. He's going to have Mookie and Eric Sherman on this Sunday night at 7 p.m. This Sunday, February 14th at 7 p.m. He's going to have Mookie Wilson on, on his show and uh, you can get that show at www.365sportscast.com. That's www and the numbers 365sportscast, one word, dot com. 365.sportscast.com. And... Uh, you can uh, get that uh, show on Sunday night at 7, Brett Tapel live with Mookie Wilson and Eric Sherman. And if you want to catch any of the past uh, shows that he's done, uh, you can go to bttalksbaseball.com. So go check it out. He does a great job. It's a great show. So uh, go check it out. 
Uh, in fact, Brett's got a book coming out in a month or so, so uh, I have to get him on the show to talk about that. Uh, Mets have found a center fielder, maybe. Albert Amora Jr. signed with the New York Mets. And, uh, you know, whether he's going to be every day, we will see. He could uh, split time with Brandon Nimmo, who could move between center and left and right, you know, uh, give guys days off and stuff. So uh, another addition to the Mets lineup. And I know a lot of people aren't happy. They didn't get Springer. They didn't get Bauer. But we'll talk a little bit about that uh, later on. They're still talking to Jackie Bradley, um, but I think he wants too much money. Too much money for my blood. Don't think uh, he's worth the kind of money that they're talking about. Maybe if they can get him on less money, if nobody's interested. Uh, apparently, there's, there's, other than the Mets, there's only one other team that was talking to him, and uh, I think it was the Giants. Uh so we'll see where that goes. Maybe the Red Sox may be interested as well. Two other teams. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, right now, uh, we don't know. Jackson, shut up. Uh, the Mets signed utility player, Jonathan Viller. Uh, and... Uh, the deal is for one year, $3.55 million. He's a utility man, plays second short, has played some third, um, played some center field. Twice last year he played for the Marlins in center field, but uh, hasn't played there much. Just those two games since 2017 – but could be a super utility guy that the Mets utilize. He's 29. He's a switch hitter. Played uh, eight seasons with the Astros, Brewers, Orioles, Marlins, and Blue Jays. So uh, we'll have to see how that works out. The Mets also have Guillorme, but Guillorme is more of an infielder, uh, second, third, uh, short type of guy. Uh, Villar has the ability to play some outfield as well. So uh, I'm sure Guillermo, though, if he's smart, well, Guillermo, he, he'd be, uh, you know, taking some fly balls out in the outfield and uh, maybe even get some uh, time behind the plate to uh, be the backup, the emergency, emergency catcher. So, uh but the Mets made another signing in Villa. They also were involved in a three-way trade between the Brewers and the uh, um, Royals. The Mets got uh, a prospect, a Kalili, and uh, are going to be giving up a player to be named later. So we don't know who that player is as of yet. Uh, the Mets DFA. Another player, uh, catcher Alex Sanchez, was let go from the 40-man roster to make room for outfield prospect Khalil Lee. 
I'm sorry, that trade was the Royals and the Red Sox the Mets were involved in. Where am I get where did I get the Brewers from? That's right, it was Ben Attendee of the Red Sox. So it was the Red Sox and the Royals. Uh Mets get Khalil Lee and they'll be giving him a play to be named later. Um Sanchez was DFA, then turned around and he was traded to the St. Louis Cardinals for cash considerations so i i don't know you know i don't know how much they're gonna get (laughs) um i don't know you know uh i i had seen ali sanchez play when he was with the cyclones i really didn't think he was that great uh, I know he's got a 46% of the runners he threw out in his minor league career, 44% the last minor league season he played in in 2019, 46 overall. But I just, uh, I didn't think he was that good. I didn't, his bat didn't look that good. Um, I didn't think he was that good defensively. He had a good arm. I will give him that. He had a good arm, but uh, pitches in the dirt he was not good at. Uh, needed a lot of the work defensively, and um, I did not think his hitting was that good. He did hit 261 combined in 2019 between double A AA and triple A. Um, so maybe I wasn't the only one home run. Um, 259 in the minors for his uh, past six minor league season. Didn't strike out much, but not not overly uh, not overly um, you know, not overly too uh too outstanding but the cardinals need a a backup so maybe that's what they're thinking um he'll probably turn out to be pretty good he'll he'll learn on the molina maybe he'll teach him some tricks and maybe teach him how to hit better who knows you know you got to make these deals sometimes and they uh wanted to bring this other guy on so they got rid of him they've also designated uh brad brock they made room to uh, put on Jonathan Villar. Brock joined the Mets in August 2019, shortly after the clubs, Cubs released him, and did well enough for the season's final weeks for New York to resign him entering last year. He wasn't able to follow up on that success last year. Um, not surprising. Last year was a, a lot of a bad year for every, you know, a lot of people had bad years. So he's 35 years old. So we'll see. Somebody will probably pick him up. They're always looking for relief pitching. So uh, Brad Brock is gone as well. All right. Let's take a quick break. And we can come back right after. Right after this message right here. Whoops. Let's see. You know, technology is a wonderful thing. When you get it right. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. 
Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com. Wouldn't it be great if you could get a Ph.D. in life through baseball? Welcome to Baseball Ph.D., a tour company for your brain. 30 major league teams, 100 places to see. Let's touch them all as we make the road trip of a lifetime. Check out my Twitter page at Mets Musings one and check out a Facebook group. It's at facebook.com slash Mets Musings. Go check it out and don't forget to call the hotline. That's 516-619-6341. All right, we're back and uh, the Mets are still talking to the Cubs. They've reinvigorated their talk with the Cubs. They get Chris Bryant. Um... You know, uh, if they can get him and it doesn't cost a lot, keep in mind that the two key things, he's getting a lot of money. He only has one year left of control. He's a free agent next year. And he's a Scotty Boris client. So all things do not add up to the Mets getting uh, Mr. Bryant, but you never know. They're also talking believe that to be talking with the Oakland A's about Mac Chapman. So um couple of possibilities there, either direction they can go. No word on the Cincinnati Reds uh talking to them about Suarez and or Sonny Gray. Kyle Hendricks has been named, has been mentioned as lo- with the Cubbies with Bryant. So could be a blockbuster if they want to go in that direction. But what is it going to cost? That's the big thing. Is it going to cost the Peterson? Uh, maybe the new prospect they got, Khalil Lee, they could throw in. Maybe a Brett Batty. Do you put him in a trade? I don't think you put him in a trade for Bryant. Um, I think you put him in an Oakland trade, if any, because uh, there's more time there. Uh, I think uh, Chapman's under more control than Bryant is at this point. Trying to see uh, any uh, indication of anything. But uh, that's the way I would go. I think he's a little younger and uh, more available. The Mets are also looking to uh, move... Either Jerry's familiar or Dylan Betances. They'd like to move one or the other of those guys uh, for salary reasons, I guess. And uh, they were talking to Jake Arietta. Uh, apparently, it looks like he's going back to the Cubbies, though. The Cubbies have been talking to him, want him to come back. So, um, that might fall to the wayside as well. But we're in the rumor stage now. You know, everything is going on. Uh, Mets designated Corey Oswald to make room for Albert Almora. 
Um, so that doesn't mean they can't sign him back. But, uh, you know, it could be the end of uh, Corey Oswald's time with the New York Mets. So um, that's everything up to date so far. But, you know, one thing I want to address, um, Met fans on social media, you got to get a grip on yourself, guys. It's pathetic. Between the trade proposals some of them which are totally ludicrous and stupid and and the lack of support already for the ownership and you know the same old Mets thing theme that I see in there this is the way baseball is done nowadays you can't get every player Fans are ticked off because they didn't go after George Springer. They didn't get him. They didn't get Bauer. They didn't get Real Muto. They got Lindor. They got McCann. They got a catcher. They wanted to fill in with a catcher, and they got one. They made a trade, got a starting pitcher with Carrasco, and Lindor, probably the best shortstop in the game. And people are still complaining they're not doing enough. You can't get a shortstop, at, I mean, and you can't get an all-star at every position. I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. And did you ever think that these players didn't want to come here? Maybe George Springer didn't want to come here he, he said he wanted to be home to, near to Connecticut uh, until uh, the Blue Jays flashed him more money and he took it and he took it quick Bauer never wanted to come here Bauer used the Mets Bauer used the Mets to run up the price with the Dodgers and it worked He was in a win-win situation. If the Dodgers didn't come up with the money, he had the offer from the Mets. And he had probably had an option with the I think with the, the Dodgers. He's got an option after his first year or his second year. Probably had the same deal with the Mets. He would have put in an option after the first year. So if he didn't want to come here, but that was the only place he could go, he could get a tidy paycheck, opt out after the first year and go somewhere else. And by then, hopefully, maybe the Dodgers needed him. But the Dodgers didn't back down. They gave him what he wanted, and the Mets wisely, wisely didn't go any higher for him. But fans don't understand that because it's not their money. It's Steve Cohen's money. It's not theirs. It's only theirs when they spend money on tickets. And it's still not really theirs. It's part of it. Part of it. 
But these things happen. Not every free agent is going to want to come here because it's New York. Believe me, they don't. Look, Just look at the numbers of people trying to get out of New York. I'd love to get out of New York. People are leaving in droves in New York. A, for a free agent, it's a tough public relations thing. That's, that's one. Two, taxes incredibly high. You have to really, really want to play here and prove yourself. A lot of these guys don't want that pressure. Not when they can go to Toronto or somewhere else and make a boatload of money and not have to deal with all of the extra stuff that comes with it. And as far as these trades that, that people put on these social media sites, guys, come on. Think these things through a little bit. You can't trade Tomas Nito for Mike Trout. The Angels aren't that stupid. They're not going to fall for that. They're not going to do that. <laughs> it don't work that way. And then I love you got the other the other guys, the, the guys that give away half the farm for somebody. There's a lot of things that go into making a trade. Sometimes it's just economics. Sometimes the team's in 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 trouble economically or or know they're not going to go anywhere and they've got a superstar that they know they've got to get rid of and they make the best deal possible. If that superstar is pressuring to make the deal, it makes it more difficult on the team because other teams know that. So a smart GM will try to exploit that. He'll try to give up enough so the other team looks like they got something for the player. But he's not going to clean out his whole chance of winning to get that one player. That's what happens. And you don't always win with all-stars at every position. Let's see what this team put together, how it's put together, how it looks on the field, how the bullpen comes together. I read something today where somebody was complaining on Facebook about the bullpen. Uh, we, we we don't have enough. Uh, there's a lot in that bullpen. And if you really, uh, really look at it, you, you would see that. But anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest, guys. Just, just think a little bit, all right? Just, just think before you do things like that, because it really, uh, it really does make you look silly.
And, uh, you know, we don't want to do that, really. I'm just reading about uh, Matt Chapman here. He is available for the next three seasons. He's under team control. Um, if you really want a third baseman, then that's guy. That's the guy to go after. And if it means giving up, look, Brett Batty. We don't know what he's going to be. He's a great prospect. I hate to give up prospects. I really do. But if you get a guy that's young enough like a Chapman and you got him under control for three years, it's something you have to really think about. Um, maybe you give up a... a, a, a uh, you can't give up another pitcher. Maybe you got to give up even an Alvarez. You know, it's the mindset. What do you want to do? Do you want to win now? They want to win now and build a winner. And and I, I agree with that philosophy. Maybe... Maybe at this point you have to look at emptying what you have for the most part in a farm if you can get a guy that you're sure is going to be uh, you know going to solidify your team and make your team better and it's controllable for three years then maybe that's the way to go and then build in that time your farm team you can always make a trade down the road for prospects or along the way. If you're out of the race, you make a trade for prospects. Perhaps if somebody's looking for starting pitching uh, or a relief pitcher, maybe you move a, a, a relief pitcher at that point. It's all speculation, folks. We're watching it just like you, and we'll see what happens as this season rolls along as we get closer to spring training all right let's take another quickie break and be back after this hey baseball fans and book fans as well this is frank nappy author of the legend of mickey tussler series inviting all of you to learn more about my protagonist mickey tussler an incredible pitching prodigy who has autism Follow Mickey's journey as he captures the hearts of fans everywhere with his blazing fastball and indomitable spirit. Please visit Amazon or www.franknappy.com for more information. Hi, this is the world-famous Mr. Brewtown of BrewtownSports.Potomatic.com. You know, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, Plus. Uh, Brewtown Sports. You can also listen to the show at Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, and iTunes.com. And we've got the new one. It's called BrewtownRadio.Webley.com. But the one that I'm most proud of being on is BaseballPodcast.net. It is the home of great baseball talk shows. Check it out, my show and all kinds of other programs all about Major League Baseball. So check it out. That's BaseballPodcast.net, the home for great baseball talk shows. 
516-619-6341. That is the comment voicemail hotline if you'd like to be a part of the show and drop us a line leave us a comment or a voicemail question anything at all call that number 516-619-6341 or go to metsmusings.com and click on that widget in the middle of the screen and that's a speak pipe and you can leave a voicemail right through your computer through your computer's microphone or if you prefer to do things the old-fashioned way send us an email at metsmusings at gmail.com the facebook page is facebook.com slash groups slash metsmusings and the twitter handle is at metsmusings1 and uh, if you'd uh, like to help out the show check out our patreon page check out the campaign at patreon.com slash metsmusings Major League Baseball announced a new format for the minor leagues. There is no longer leagues as we knew it. New York Penn League is gone. Pacific Coast League is gone. Um, Gulf Coast League is gone. The Sally League is gone. They're all gone now. It's going to be triple A, double A, high A, low A. There's different divisions and in some of the divisions is divisions. Maybe they call them a conference and a division. And uh, if you'd like to learn more about that, you can go check it out at, uh, you know, the usual sports. CBS Sports has it. Uh, BrooklynCyclones.com has it because the Brooklyn Cyclones are in the Northeast Division of the High A. I believe, and they are with um, some old friends in Hudson Valley, which is now a Yankee uh, affiliate. That's tough because once in a while, I, you know, I, I, not when they played used, um, not when they played the Mets, but or the Cyclones. But uh, I've been up there for other games when they played other teams and I like to root for them. But now if they're a Yankee affiliate, it's going to make it tough to do that. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Hudson Valley Renegades are now a Yankee affiliate. And the Aberdeen Ironbirds, uh, two old teams from the New York Penn League, are still in the same division with the uh, Brooklyn Cyclones. So some familiar sites, a team in Jersey and a team in Delaware in their division. I don't know how much interdivision or intradivision or out of division, whatever you want to call it, play there will be. Uh, I have not seen the schedule, but uh, they will be revving up. I think they will be playing a shorter They. I think they push back spring training for the minor leagues by a month, so we'll see what that situation turns out to be. Um, so uh, the uh, Cyclones be going from a 78-game season to, uh, I believe, like a 120-game season. So 
baseball in April or May in uh, uh, Brooklyn should be interesting. Uh, right off the water there. I know I've been to games in June, and, and it was quite chilly at night. Uh, but uh, we'll see how this works out in in Brooklyn. Maybe they'll play some day games early. That would be nice. I'd like to go to a day game uh, early in the season and uh, in, in Brooklyn. And if you haven't gone, please go. When you get a chance, it's it's terrific. If they even let us in. They're letting people in 20% of the of the stadium. So I, I don't know. You know, we'll see what they do for the minor leagues when they get around to playing uh, in May. Still a couple of months, and, and maybe this uh, curse of a virus will be going away. Um, but we'll see. Um, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. Before I go, let me remind you about my good friend, Brett Topel. He's got a great show, BT Talks Baseball, 7 o'clock, Saturday, uh, Sunday night, the 14th, right? 14th, <clears throat> excuse me. And his special guest would be Mookie Wilson and Eric Sherman, and you can hear it live, live at www.365sportscast.com, Sports cast.com 365 com. Brett Topel with Mookie Wilson and Eric Sherman and that is this coming Sunday at 7pm live so please go check it out let's give Brett a big audience uh, and uh, we'll get him on this show and can tell you more about his show or and 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 go check out some of his past shows at bttalksbaseball.com go check it out you can also go see some of them there so yeah them there yeah that sounds great i don't know if it's proper english or not but i was not an english major i want to thank you all for tuning in uh listening and watching tonight don't forget to subscribe on apple podcast google play cast box youtube especially please hit that subscribe button hit that bell thingy so you'll always know when another episode of mets musings is coming to you or has come to you and we are going to try to do some things in the future um uh, maybe do some live streaming. Um, I have to see the equipment is a little old fashioned that I have right now and we'll have to see how we can work that out. But, um, perhaps, uh, we will do something. Maybe we'll do some, uh, live question and answer things sometime, but, uh, working on something. So please bear with me. And, uh, if you'd like to help out, Go check out the Patreon page, as you see right here. Become my patron on Patreon, uh, and you can do that by going to patreon.com slash metsmusings or anchor.fm slash metsmusings. Either one uh, is good. And don't forget, go on YouTube, please. Hit the subscribe button. Let's get those subscribers up there. They're, they're, they're hanging relatively low it uh i think there's like 
23. Let's get let's first get him to 50. Can we get 50 subscribers? Come on, folks. I know you can do it. You don't have to watch it. Just go click on the subscribe button. Uh, but, uh, you know, we try to do some nice things here. So uh, I hope you will check out the video version. Um, so uh, that's going to do it. So we'll see what's going on. Uh, spring training, seven days away. And uh, until next time, remember to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. And I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Musings.